How's it going? It's going. Holly! Hello! Josh Show. It's a bank Harley Day and Josh <laughs> Show. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It, it works. works. Well, it's not today, though, is it? It's not, no, because We're the radio station was shut. Straight up, fact check. We've started the podcast and we've already lied to someone. We've lied to everyone, oh. including ourselves. <laughs> so that's the end of Harley and Josh. Sorry, guys. Yeah. We've been we've been caught fake out. Fake news. Uh, fake <laughs> news. How you doing, Harley? Right, man. Yeah, no, we're not in. We're not on the radio. We're not in IO radio. No, no, we are here at Area Fifty One. Yeah, I don't know if anyone saw by the by the picture. Yeah, in the, so in the location in the classified. Yes, um, I did say send someone the address to this place because uh, I got a rehearsal here on Friday, and I sent Laura from the Mementos, and I just went. I just found my location right on my phone, and sent her that, right. and it just said unnamed road. I was like, that's. <laughs> So she's like, am I going to get killed? I'm like, not by Just me. Just abducted. Yeah. 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 Good old aliens. Hopefully only by an alien. Yeah. Not nice. like a, a trucker alien or something like that. Go get my truck. Yes. <laughs> zab that, a zab zab. Oh, yeah, I suppose that's, 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 was it, um, oh, what's his name? Bill, Col- Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he probably was an alien in the end. That's what they'll find out in the trials. Oh. Anyway, so what you been doing, Harley? So I've, uh, well, I've had a very good week. Oh, um, yeah. And most of it's with you. So should we talk about that together? Mm, it was fun. Wasn't it? it was very fun. We went to a very nice we studio. Went to, like, Studio Land. Studio Land, yes. Um, should we talk about that with you? Because that's your, your, your thing. Well, um, I mean, no, I can talk about, you know, the way that I... I, uh, I went about booking it, etc., etc., etc. But uh, I would like to know your experience as a bass player recording live to tape. Ah, okay then. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Let's have two different sides of yeah from from me as a on. bass player's point of view. It was great. So we went to Sugar Ray Studios in Wickford um, in Essex. In, that's good. Um, Wick good. Wick. That's Wick good. Um, it was great because I didn't have to drive all the way there or yeah. back because you drove us all there. Thank you for that. That's right. Well, I appreciate that. Um, professionalism. Yeah. And we, we, it was a really interesting setup. So anyone who knows, uh, so here we are at Area Fifty One. Um, pluggy, pluggy hippos. Pluggy, get your pluggy, bingos out. Yeah. We. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean bingo cards. That wasn't me being really Bill Cosby. Get your bingos out. Ah. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I love that how everyone can hear you jangling as you're saying that. jangly alien. It's it's like Morris dancers. You you don't have to be able to see them to know that they're dancing. <laughs> We're already off topic. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, everyone knows. Well, not everyone knows. Most people will know if you're musically minded that you go to a studio and you do what's known as multi-track recording. Mm-hmm. So you'll have various instruments on various different channels. Now on the drums, you can have from four to 16 channels just on the drum kit. Mm. And then you've got the mic up or DI, the bass, then the guitar and the vocals and all of this. And then you can just edit things later. Quick aside, do you prefer to mic or DI a bass? I prefer to do both. Ooh, right. Depends on, depends depends on what on you're working amp. with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it depends on the amp. I've, uh, I, I'm recording this weekend and I'm just going to DI the bass because it's easier. Mm. Uh, we're going to have each member of Chart Attack in a different room. And we're going to do it all live and have full separation, which because we can do that. Now you don't get that luxury when you're in the fifties, mm. which is where we went. Um, <laughs> so I had I had a ribbon mic on the bass amp, 
and just that was it. That was all yeah. I had, and that is it was all called a birdcage, wasn't it? Yes, wonderful looking thing, and a that's beautiful the same mic. kind of mic that you can see in a lot of pictures in the studio that Johnny Cash used to record his vocals on. Yes, because he had such a, a deep baritone, mm-hmm. it actually really captured it. So, now, yeah. this mic had a ribbon element and a dynamic element. It was the first mic to do that, ah. and not many other. Mi- I think it might be the only mic to have done that. I don't do think you anyone what else. I don't. I'm going to find out what it was called. Carrying on. Uh, um, yeah, you do whilst you're doing that. Yeah, so I had just one channel, um, and drums was only two channels, two microphones. Everything fed into one mono channel, right? Which means you've got to have a lot more space in your sound to fit for everyone else. Because if I've got a very honky bass, well, it's fine in the middle because the guitars are either side, whereas everything's down the middle. Um, so you've got to um, stop laughing. No, 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 okay. no, no. I'm, I'm laughing at something different. It's okay. called an Altec 639A birdcage dual element multi-pattern microphone. Just rolled off the tongue. And look just how expensive it is, Harley. I was expecting it to be more than that. Wow. Honestly. I ain't saying that online, but man. Yeah, that's... I'm glad I didn't touch it. Oh, yes. No, that's, these might, especially like they had then the RCR. The Sorry. <laughs> Especially the RCAs that were on your vocals. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't want to have a look at how much they are because oh, you can Lord. add numbers to that. I mean, that's generally how maths works. Yeah, <laughs> or subtract. <laughs> oh, yes, sorry, you were saying. So, so you had. So it was a dual element. Uh, so it was a dynamic yeah. and a ribbon. He only had the ribbon uh, part goody. active. Okay. I don't think the dynamics. This is Dean Amos from yes. Sugar Ray's so, who yes, was producing Dean, the whole thing. Who was very knowledgeable of his of his equipment and of his studio. Yeah. He knew exactly, he came in, he said, can you turn your bass amp this way a little bit so we can have it in the dead spot of the mic? Ribbon mics, they run a figure of eight, so that means they have a silent spot where they don't side. pick up sound either side, but pick up in front and behind. So we were, everything was all kind of at right angles from each other uh, so we could have a full sort of sound of, of separation. And it worked so well. He kind of got everything roughly in place and very rarely had to move stuff once he got things in position. So he obviously knows that room well enough to get things in the right first time. Mm. And it was a great sounding room, wasn't it? It was a great sounding room. He had this weird kind of pegboard, yeah. which he, he went, I don't know if you were in the room at the time, but he went into detail about how he... he got it all shipped over, didn't he? he, got, he yeah, he got it all, all acquired it from the States. And got a specific one because the same company makes two different types, and the one type doesn't isn't quite absorbent enough. Right, uh, and it was it was really interesting and very nerdy. So mm. it was completely my. I know that about gear. Yeah, I we haven't even scratched the surface, mate. <laughs> so I was really happy. I really loved uh, working with it. Uh, like I say, you're doing everything live. So if I messed up, we start again, mm. and that was. A little bit daunting to start with. Mm. You know, again, when you're working with multi-tracks, if I mess up, it's fine. See the song till the end, I'll go and ju- like dub my bit in. Mm. We didn't have that luxury. It's a nope. case of you get it right and you get it wrong. And by the end of it, there was there were points where we were going, well, well, I messed up, but it doesn't detract from the song. Or, um, you know, if there was a, a note missed or anything like that, if, other, if there was enough instruments that picked up the missed note, uh, that... The, the dud notes get lost. Hmm. Uh, and you can, you know, it is a lot more forgiving than what I thought it would be. Yeah, I think is the sort of, um, you do sort of have certain things lost, uh, which you wouldn't have in a modern recording, which yeah. is so honest and mm. just so bare uh, sometimes, you know, especially when you're DIing a bass. Yeah. There's, there's only like sort of one preamp in the way of just, you know, getting it suddenly converted or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, you can you can hear every single thing you mess up on. Mm. Whereas you know when we were recording all live, going through all this beautiful circuitry mm. that kind of affects and and affects the sound as well. I have um, to say I was surprised at how clean the sound was. Bearing in mind how vintage everything was, mm. um, it, he got a very nice, clean and clear sound. You know, it sounded very. It. What's the best way to put it? You see so many people using old school gear, but then what he's got is old school, high quality gear. Mm. Back in the day, there was good stuff and bad stuff then, and he's only using the good stuff from that day. He's not cheaped out on the stuff that is is from that era, but was the sort of consumer level or the yeah. enthusiast level. It's all pro level stuff. Mm. Uh, and, you know, a lot of the, the EQs and a lot of the compressors that he was using you'll still see in modern compressor, modern studios today. Right, yeah, the same kind so, of wiring. So, you know, when you've got a Teletronics uh, 2A mm-hmm. in a studio that's based on 50 stuff and you go to, I don't know, Air Studios or, um, you know, one of the big studios in in London that do big, high-quality modern sounds and it's that same system's being used there, it's like, mm. okay, well, there's, there's good quality stuff because it stood the test of time. Mm. I hadn't heard of Altec before going to this uh, mm. the studio, and there's so much Altec stuff, and it just shows they must have been quite a behemoth yeah. in the time, just you know, creating such wonderful stuff. You know, back when you know a lot of stuff was you know the patents were held by you know singular people yeah. like Les Paul, mm. you know, just one person that just fills around their shed and just goes, I reckon this will work. Yeah, go, okay, right. Let's, let's let's kind of mass produce that that as much as we can, but with you know crazy heavy duty. Um, materials, which we don't have so much nowadays. No, I was no. thinking about I was like, nowadays. But you know, I look at some of the gear that I've got for the band, and you pay, you know, a lot for good quality stuff. But there is kind of more of a middle class worth of gear now. I yeah. find uh, because there'll be sort of like good circuitry inside, but made with sort of really crumbly plastic outer shells sort yeah. of thing. So you can sort of save a bit of money on that. Um, but yeah, uh, there didn't seem to be as much of that back then because it no. had to be made from you know old Spitfire parts or whatever. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's it. Um, Unless it came from a bomb. The microphone we got through there, which is based on a Neumann U forty seven, and I think that was originally made out of old, I think Hurricane parts. Right. Um, yeah, all uh, sort of uh, Russian uh, valves and stuff like that. Oh, I thought you meant just actual parts of a hurricane. Yeah. Mm. No, if you look inside, grab the wind, put it just, in the microphone. Just wind. <laughs> It's just like, <laughs> oh my god! It's a bit noisy though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was great. Um, it was wonderful, wasn't it? It was really cool working also with the wonderful Tom McCarthy oh. and Rich Webb. It's Tom um, McCarthy. It's Tom McCarthy. Yeah. We need a jingle just for when he gets. He mentioned. even brought his new guitar thing he with brought him his new, and his new empathy, as named by the Harley and Josh show. You heard it all here first. Yeah, yeah. He, I like the fact he's he even referred to it as his new guitar fee uh, <laughs> on on his Facebook page the other day, which oh, was kind of cool. Unprompted. No, yeah, no. It was it's cool. Catching on. We 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 are we are spreading the word. Spreading like a virus. Or we're a, going viral. We're going viral, people. Basically. Mm, yeah, not in the good way. Nope. <laughs> um. So what about gigs, boy? What you been up to? So I had a three gig weekend, which is. A lot for me recently. I haven't been too crazy on the gigs of uh, of late, and I realised this. You know, um, I know you said you had a, a, a five gig weekend, and mm. I haven't done one of them for a long time. And it makes me go, ah, oh, I'm not 
doing I'm not working hard no, enough no, no, when three gigs is pretty mental man it's yeah and they're all decent gigs you know mm. so um we had Friday with Chart Attack. We played at the Golf Hotel. Now, that was a weird one. I don't know if you played at the Golf Hotel yes, before. Yes, many times, yeah. Um, I don't know if you had the same experience as us, but it's the second time with the same experience that it's quite quiet. Right. Okay. wasn't a lot of people up dancing in front of us. Hmm. We thought it was a bit of a quiet night, you know. However, when we finished, there were people every five minutes on the way out going, we really enjoyed your set. We hmm. sat and listened. It was great. Because they were sitting down, mm. they could listen to it from far away and not be mm. blasted with uh, Elliot's voice at full volume uh, and was sitting down enjoying the music to listen to mm. rather than getting up and dancing. Uh, and that, this is kind of a gastro pub. Is, yes. like, is it, is it uh, it's a restaurant? It's, it's Green King, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So that was fine for that, you know, um, and they really enjoyed what, what, they, what we were doing, just mm. not in the same way that... You might at it's a not more quite as noticeable. Yeah, uh, so we weren't getting that instant uh, recognition, but mm. it was a good good gig nonetheless. We also had Mr. Christian Barker uh, oh, taking great. photos for us as well, oh, and he got some awesome shots, which will be up on the. I um, did see one chart attack page. from the side of the stage, and it caught you, Elliot, and Oscar. Yeah, you realise how big Elliot's beard's got. Oh yeah, he's 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 a beardy he's man. A, he's a bear, isn't he? He is. He is indeed, yeah. Uh, but it doesn't affect his singing, which is good to know. <laughs> it's all muffled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a good gig. Uh, the next day we played at Grand Central uh, Great, yeah. in Ipswich. Uh, that was a good gig. Um, a bit more bit more of a, a crowd there, a bit more yeah. dancing along. Uh, and I'm a back holiday weekend, definitely. I thought the sound was going to be a challenge in there, but actually we got a really good sound. Yeah, this is... There are, I mean, there are a lot of sort of you know straight edge walls, but and there's glass. not a lot. Yeah, and glass, but there aren't a lot that are immediately and you know, yeah. um, you know, there's not like glass that's in front of each other to create mm. some standing waves. It'll be glass reflecting onto wood, yeah. or you know, there's lots of different materials all around the building, as well as tiles as well, which is quite difficult. The other thing is you've kind of got a maisonette kind of, yeah, like upstairsy bit, which um, really helped when when balcony. Uh, Toby hit the snare. It, you get the reflection coming through there, but it would right. be lower than the snare. So you mm. get the crack and then a low rumble from the snare. <laughs> and it sounded great. We were like, we were thinking we are going to have to dampen the snare to get everything to a decent volume. Mm. We, got, we got it all right. And it was yeah. it was good in the end. And um, yeah, it was, a, it was just a, a, that was a good week, good gig. Nice, I rather I like enjoyed that. that. Yeah. What was uh, number three? Number three. Uh, One of his top three gigs of his... Top These are the best weekend. three gigs of this week. Last week. <laughs> yes, clickbait um, titles. We had uh, it was a Mementos gig. It was a ment- Mementos oh, occasion. It was mental. It was mental. It was. Uh, we played at the Granary States in um, Newmarket, okay. which I have mentioned before because we played there a little while ago. Oh, right, um, we had back with us Nick White. Again, uh, it was a second gig that he's depth with us, right. but at the same venue. The same venue. I'm, yeah, I had an inkling there, yeah. Yeah, I think I probably mentioned this last week. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was good good to play with him again, cause, um, and he really enjoyed it, more so than possibly what he had done in the past, ah. because he kind of got a little bit jaded from doing sort of function gigs, doing That's weddings and playing yeah. sort of music that he's not necessarily passionate about. Mm-hmm. But when he's doing it twice a year... Yeah, he's different. a bit more into it, and uh, he really got to enjoy it. And mm. um, he loves playing uh, December '63. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Just because he, he loves the chord progressions, and he got well into it. He, he was like dancing around like uh, oh, Stevie Wonder. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. So yeah, and that, that was, was BG Wonder. Sorry, yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, and that was my weekend. Oh, da, 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 three gig top three. I, I will cut the. Do you want me to cut the uh, <laughs> the jingle Just from last week? Just cut me out, man. Yeah. Just cut me out. Okay, and then I'll play the new the the proper jingle now. That concludes our news section. One more week. How did you stop? Yes, I did. Let's find out. With that noise at the end. You're digging holes. Good. <laughs> then my internet sucks, Dave. Hey. Cool. Uh, so yeah, so it was all, all, so it was all gigs and recording for you. It was for all a gigs whole and week. recording, yeah. Isn't that nice, mate? Isn't that nice? Yeah. Was well, pretty much exactly the same as me, boy. Yeah. What? What? Why were you recording this week? Last week? Oh, 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 oh I just hit the microphone down and then I made a big deal out of it. Please cut that out. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what am I doing? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember what the bloody hell I did. Hold on, give me a sec. Okay, well, well, we can cut this bit out. Yeah. I really like being not necessarily on the radio. Live, yeah, we, yeah, can, yeah. we can just, this This will be just the most slick podcast I've ever. Yes. Well, okay, so, well, I had a great time on Monday because, well, we had our show. Yes. But I also was playing, do, doing the black, bleh, the flashback so, show on IO Radio. You were, yeah. Which were with Lewis and Sam and Chris, um, and we were talking about a certain year um, and different news stories and musical news stories. I was talking about MTV on it, which was quite fun. Um, I think that's already out on the IO Radio Mixed Cloud, if you want to check that out. Um, you can also hear uh, the same show that we do live on the IO Radio Mixed Cloud with all the songs uh, still hit in, in there so that we haven't cut them out. Yeah. Um, so if you want to check that, we'll put that in the description. Hashtag described. But yeah, and then that day was Meg Burrows' birthday. Happy birthday, Ms. Burrows. Um, yeah. And I was invited along to Lucy and John's place. Oh, yeah. Uh, from Honey and the Bear, who we've played. Howley and Josh show favourites. We've played them on the show. Uh, we went around there and with Jordan Hay. Oh, yeah. Uh, just me, Meg, Jordan Hay and Honey and the Bear. Now, you can see why... Lucy and John write such beautiful music when you see the well, view do. from their garden. Oh, they live in a beautiful place. Yeah. They've got a real nice family vibe. They're, they've still, um, it was her grandparents' house, I believe, yeah. and they've still got the same carpet down in there that she learnt to walk on. Wow. <laughs> Just so cute. Um, but yeah, we had a little bit of a jam in there and then watched Back to the Future 2. Oh, nice. Uh, it was great. But, well, Lucy hadn't seen it before and the worst people to watch Back to the Future 2 with are people who've seen Back to the Future yeah, too. Because it's just me sitting there going, oh, look, it's got the almanac, and oh, look, it's the same hoverboard. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was loads of fun because it had been a while, and I'm listening back to the soundtrack and Anna Silvestri, wonderful yeah. composer. But, you know, I'm hearing some of those kind of sim- similarities between the Predator soundtrack yeah. and the new Avengers soundtrack because mm. um, you can really hear those sort of pianos thing. dum 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 I can hear it now in my head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was a really nice, nice evening. We just got to hang out and like talk about music, but not work on yeah. music if that makes sense. And jam if we wanted to, and talk about. We were talking about what our ideal festival was. Um, you know where it would be. I was talking about. You know, I'd like those Croatian festivals you get yeah. to go to. You know, with all the sort of like uh, electronic music, like Diamond Dimensions and Soundwave. Um, but I said I'd like to have it on an island with dinosaurs. Mm. Like like Brachiosaurus stage, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be like Jurassic Park the festival. Oh, okay. With less murder. Ah, uh, that's less appealing. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I've got to. Appealing. Sorry, I've got to hide my murderous tendencies over uh, right there. What? <laughs> uh, 
But um, yeah, so uh, so that was a really nice evening. Uh, the rest of the week, we had our jam here, didn't we? On yes. the Tuesday night. Um, yep. here at Area 51 going over the songs um, for our half of the my, our sort of double EP that's going to be coming out mm. um, and yeah we went re- went through it added some new things in and that night I wrote lyrics for the songs we were singing the next day didn't completely finish them because I'm currently in the middle of moving house so yep. it all, whilst also planning for this EP uh, I've been moving house so my, I've been living out of boxes for the past two weeks um, You've so, planned this well, haven't you? Oh, I really have. Cynicism. Uh, so, um, the, so I was yeah living out of boxes and just writing, sitting on sitting on boxes of my clothes, just writing lyrics the night before. How very romantic! Um, <laughs> and uh, even then, didn't quite finish the songs, uh, for, especially for "Tied Down," which is one of the tracks yeah. uh, that will be coming out. I was still writing that lyrics for that as we were about to go into our first take and I just wrote the second verse just there and then and just like right okay we've just got to do it um, same with what else um, there was an, another couple of the songs um, yeah. that I kind of wrote uh, on the fly um, but you know you kind of just got to what, what, what song was it I'm getting over insert insert me being knowledgeable here <laughs> I'm just um, going to insert the countdown theme tune. Uh, <laughs> it was nope. Still, still, still lost it. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, well, on the uh, actual the EP that I was doing with the Coco, I wrote an entire song the day before as well, worth of lyrics. Wow. So the thing because I do I, I I work heavily on um, arrangement and riff and melody mm. um, before I write any lyrics. That's something I, I found interesting that you, like, your songs are arranged as if the lyrics are there mm. and then you was like, oh, this hasn't got words yet. I'm like, how could it not? It sounds like it's mm-hmm. a, a finished, like, for <laughs> me, I would have to write the, the bare bones and then fit the song around the lyrics. Mm. But your, your brain works in a different way and mm. I think that's what makes... I think that's where you get such different writers and different uh, inspirations for, mm. for different musicians is that you've got I don't quite know where it came approaches. from. I think it's just the fact of I'm constantly writing lyrics. Um, uh, like I've said before, that as soon as I get a cool idea, mm. a cool little lyric idea or a little story or just a little quote, I'll pop it down on my phone so that when it comes to those moments where I'm like, oh, I need a lyric idea here, it's just bam, it's there. Oh, that's got enough syllables. That's got enough right rhyme. Just pop it straight in there. If I mean, also if it has to fit with the, the narrative, yeah. obviously. But most of the time, I write my narrative through my arrangement and my structures, and any key changes, etc. So I kind of like, I get an idea of what I, what mood the song has to be, and then I will write to that mood, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so that was it. Was wonderful just turning up and uh, being able to because uh, because we'd been there the week before well I'd been there the week before with the Coco so us turning up um, he'd already you know, um, Dean had already kind of set the room up how yeah. we'd had it before so it was it was nice and easy and, and, and nice and relaxing for me to be like right back here again nice and easy and nice and easy does it um, so uh, so we had Tom you Rich and I 
And also, the first night, we had a special guest, didn't we? We did indeed. We had Joshua Carr from Hot Tramp. That's like being in the presence of a true rock star. I know, right? It was great. Because it was uh, like, you know, um, because one song I wrote, Demons, I wrote part of the verse with him in mind. Like, I'd, uh, because I, I, well, I wrote it and I was like, I want it to be in this register, but I can't sing there, but I know someone that can. Yeah. I I can sing there, but it just wouldn't be as... It wouldn't uh, be you. Gritty as Josh would be. I right. mean, not me in the third person. He became hat Josh, didn't yeah, he? Hat, during the he had a hat, hat on. Tramp. I didn't have a hat. <laughs> hat tramp. Um, so, yeah, we had, so Demons, he's singing along with me, and you guys are doing gang vocals on that. Yep. There's a couple gang vocal songs on that on that album, and there. there's uh, there's Tied Down as well, yeah. where you can really hear you guys shining through, which is loads of fun, actually. I really liked having that in there. Um, but because Josh wasn't tied down with a specific spot in the, yeah. in the recording studio he wasn't he didn't have a, an instrument on him the whole time he was sort of moving around the different mics to sort of get Just his get space his voice and... within different parts of the and different frequencies he got quite creative of how to get close to a mic as well at yeah. the point where he's sort of like lying down or yeah like sit like sitting on the on the piano stool leaning forward so he could hit yeah. the uh, hit the back of the uh, the ribbon on yeah. Tom's guitar and he would sort of get behind the pop shield so he could whisper really close oh yeah that was yeah. really cool um, that sounded I, great as well. I like that, yeah. Um, we are not so different, you and I. That riff was You so had cool. it here first. Um, yeah, that, that's how the song goes. Don't <laughs> just, just rip it off this. You've got it for free. Don't listen <laughs> yeah, exactly. to the song now. Lime Wire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we, can we... Throwback Tuesday. TBT. Maybe you will. Shall I release put, it on LimeWire? <laughs> I think you could, should release the album on LimeWire, but then actually have a cappella versions of you just going. So, throwback for uh, for uh, for Harley. Um, so yeah, the uh, the songs are sounding really really nice and full now. Uh, now I've listened back to the things. Uh, I, I'm listening to different takes and thinking which takes are the best ones. Mm. And, and Murray and I are going over them. Um, difficult now because I don't live with Murray anymore. So oh. now me and Murray have to be sort of, you know, talking about what's... Yeah, talking about Oh, you should write on. each other's letters. I know, wouldn't it be great? To whom it may concern. What do you mean, who may it concern? It's only for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have listened to the recent mixes and they are fan-dam-dismal. Not, not Wait, is that good or bad? Fan-dismal? Yes, fan-dam-dismal. Fan-dam-dismal. Dismal, not a dismal. Uh. Dismal is good. Dismal. Okay, sure. I'm learning today. Yeah, so am I on the on, on the spot. <laughs> um, so yeah, going through that and hearing all the different takes and kind of hearing me going <laughs> all the time when I get something wrong. Um, oh yeah, and also Josh Carr brought along his uh, floor tom that he brings along to the hot tramp. Yeah, kids, because that song was partly inspired by their song "Tie Me Down." Ironically, "Tied uh... Down" is inspired by "Tie Me Down." Um, and which they've got a video out for on YouTube. Nice. Filmed by Tom Wright and Raina Vandell. Tick yes. him off your list on your bingos. Um, so uh, I, I was like, I've seen them play with that floor tom. I've hit that floor tom lots of times live. I need that to be in my recording. You know, it was mm-hmm. great. It was him with a floor tom and a snare for that and us clapping and going, hey, um, <laughs> help me. Help <laughs> um, So yeah, after that, uh, was immediately onto the gigs. Uh, so once I'd finished, um, once I'd finished playing, you know, uh, getting, uh, once I'd gotten home from Wickford, 
I had to immediately pack down everything left that mm -hmm. uh, I didn't need and pop it into the container and into my van and just start moving things. Um, and then we had a gig on Friday night in Felixstowe for Fairy Fest. Fairy Fest, Fairy yes. Fest has been going on. Um, and yeah, lots of sort of arts and crafts, family stuff, as well as live music, Kaylee and everything. We were, we were playing with the Craze. I was going to say, were you there when they were on? Yes, yeah, I'd... yeah. We were, um, so they provide a PA. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was loads of fun. Um, we, we share a lot of the same songs in our set, so I had to be sitting there writing down which ones they'd played. Just, just crossing sure them off as they yeah. go. Um, in Pilo, one. unfortunately, well, fortunately, had a show that night, but unfortunately for me, because two of my guys were unavailable. Yep. Uh, so we had Rich, uh, myself, and Ben Diffley. So Sweet. Diffley played two gigs with me this weekend, which was really fun. Um, uh, so we had the same setup. Rich, I, I was playing double bass most of the weekend, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because Murray had uh, in Pilo shows instead of Rainer. Um, so Friday night, you know, great crowd they really really did well like you know the craze whipped them up we just kept it going for the rest of the night um yeah lots of lots of love for for this brand new festival i think it will it will carry on and happen yeah. next year the mayor was there and was very impressed with how it was run and also the bands which is great awesome. um you know it was uh, the craze i'm trying to remember everybody from it it was dermot gardner um from mark yep. gardner's son um wade ablett yep that's the only two i know so you're on your own now tom um, Stafford oh yeah okay those three I and forgot Tom Harry the drummer who I can't remember his surname wonderful drummer yeah I think he's only just you know come out of high school and wow. uh, he's great he's and he's a lovely guy to work with as well and Jack not Jack Alex the bass player I kept calling him Jack but yeah yep. um, so I'd worked with all of those guys before um, and yeah it was nice to watch them all together on stage in a different mm. band that I'd not seen before so well done guys Um they did go on late and uh, and extend their set, which pushed our set back, which is, yeah, if you're Harley and Joshua listeners, you know, is a bugaboo of mine because I'm like, it's the only person you're messing up is the people that are playing after you. Yep. Um, yeah. Which does not help your situation. Um, but, you know, uh, they played well um, and they let us use their PA. So that's nice. Awesome, yeah. makes, it, makes your night a bit quicker bit and easier. easier a little yeah. bit easier. Um, so, yeah, the next day we had two parties to play. Uh, one was a private party up in Dedham. So we had I had three gigs in Dedham this weekend. Um, was, so it was at this place called The Pump House, and I think they'd done a genius idea. They'd rented out an Airbnb mm -hmm. and then had a party there. That's, yeah. I and, like it, and it was The Pump House. It was in the middle of nowhere. I mean, there were houses nearby, but it was all, you know, uh, it's like Stoke by Nayland way. Mm. So it was a really beautiful place. It like used to be a pump house. It was just sort of, uh, like a single double bed, uh, well, single bedroom, but with a double yeah. bed. Um, so, and it was an 80th birth, no, yeah, 80th birthday party. No, 75, 75. And uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful party. Proper bohemian, you know, everything all slapped together. Yeah. They'd seen us at the Orwell Bluegrass Festival, which um, I talked about on the show, but that's, uh, you know, that we played last minute because a band pulled out. Um, and they said, yeah, we'll have you. So that was a nice little thing. We'd seen the organiser of the Blue World Bluegrass Festival the night before, yeah, uh, Chris, which was a random coincidence. And also at Ferry Fest, people who had seen us at the Orwell Bluegrass Festival came up to us and said, we've seen you twice now, we're going to book you for something else. Nice. So I was like, thank you, Orwell Bluegrass Festival, you're wonderful. <laughs> that's really good. Nice little last minute thing that's helped me out a lot. Oh, great. Um, so yeah, there were a nice crowd, lots of children, little tiny toddlers, which were dancing, stupidly cute, my thing and there was one that just had a had a corn in the cob in her hand which is bigger than her head 
And she's just <laughs> running around looking like a drunk, just like, and just bite this corn in the cob and then just like lay flat on her stomach, turn her over and just go, no. It's <laughs> just like, that's how I feel right now. That's what I want to do. Just, why, why isn't it okay for adults to just walk around with a corn in the cob in your mouth and just lay on the floor and just go, no. I mean, if you tried it, I'm sure no one would stop you. Um, they would just film it and put it on Instagram. I mean, Hashtag I would, Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag Instagram. It's cool, comes back around. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. But the funny thing was, we had the the next show that we had was just over the A12, um, in uh, in Dedham Vale for the for the Dedham Vale Vineyard Cider and Wine Festival, nice. which uh, courtesy of Polly and Tom from Pink Shed put us on headlining that night. Um, props to them. There was a lot of rain going on over the weekend, um, but they really powered through. They had a fantastic um, a lineup. Three bands I can remember were Space Cake. Nice. As we turned up, they were great. They got the sound perfect. Chris and the guys did. Um, then saw the Delta Jacks. I'd not seen them before, but they're sort right. of like hillbilly country stuff. They played Folsom Prison, so I didn't put that in the set. Um, but they were really good. Like They really got the country stuff down from Essex. Cannot remember where, but I'd go and see them again. So if you're into your country stuff, awesome. go check them out. They're really nice blokes as well. Um, and Stretch Soul Gang, first time I'd seen them yeah. play live. I've heard, you know, I've, I've been, you know, up their bums uh, on the show so many times, <laughs> like a cat and a watermelon. But like, um, <laughs> please but, explain that. No, no, please no, explain that. No, I'm just talking about your 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 affinity for that. Um, so <laughs> you, what, you've already discussed this, and if no. you don't put it on the show, then it's your own fault. <laughs> um, so yeah, Stretch Soul Gang, really, really wonderful band. Um, they sound just like they do on the on their on their recordings um, like I don't get it how they do it they're very very tight speak very highly of you because um, nice. I was talking about yeah I've been playing your tracks on the on the thing and they're like yeah I know yeah, I know Harley very well bass player I did not catch his name um, oh, and, the, and the singer as well they're both just saying you know you're great um, so yeah, thanks I, I, guys it was it was a heated debate between us I was like no he's not <laughs> <laughs> like, I like that <laughs> shut your face right now yeah no, no. Stop right there. Uh, no, no, I was, I was, I was blossing you too. Um, so uh, we were just sort of just talking about the writing process and stuff and then recording. They've got a new single out apparently, which I have not heard yet, but you right. can check that out on iTunes. So I'm going to be listening to that on the way home today. Sweet. Um, yeah, I'm glad I reminded myself of that. Thanks, me. You're okay, yeah. me. Good, me. Done Thank good, you, me. done good, son. Thanks, me. I mean, Harley. Uh, so and then then we played and man the crowd was so up for it like they'd been rained on all day there were still kids up and about I mean we started playing about half nine uh, things had been pushed back but you know we still we did a really quick setup so we got we got we still had five minutes to spare before we went on because I think it took us five minutes to get ready mm. and I was just like eh well we don't have to go on straight now straight away we've, we've brought things forward now which is good um, so yeah the crowd was super up for it I was doing that left versus right thing when you get people on the left singing and get people on the right singing and see who's better yeah. doing the whole twisting competition where it always works live um, um, I love doing that Any any anything you can do to get a crowd engaged through competition what are you talking about I'll tell you later oh you're thinking about the twisting thing right <laughs> okay yeah. uh, okay replacing twisting with something else I get you uh, uh, any lockerbillies listening will know exactly they what know we're exactly about. and also my girlfriend will know uh, what <laughs> I mean phrasing um, so uh, yeah so uh, getting everybody to sort of like you know me and Rich teach the whoops me and Rich teach the audience how to twist 
Okay. Um, and Rich does a wonderful, um, you know, little. I can imagine he's pretty good at the he twisting. He displays his twisting abilities very well. Yeah. Um, twisting from the top down. Twisting from the top down. He does. Um, uh, um, so uh, that that thing we also uh, you know just getting that that great thing dividing the audience up just saying how are we doing at the back uh, how are we doing down the front we had a bunch of vulgar hecklers down the front which was great because <laughs> they were just like I want to know if you'll S my D <laughs> <laughs> and oh. we're all just like that's such a lockabilly's joke um, <laughs> like, they get us <laughs> uh, they get us they get us so well um, yeah so uh, really really great because I mean like some of you guys may know I've, I've been feeling the stress of um, of doing you know recording an EP teaching uh, moving house and gigging five times over a weekend, pretty heavy. I uh, I put up a Facebook status the other day, which I don't do that. I think mm-hmm. that's uh, I get I get very annoyed when I see people airing out their problems on Facebook because I'm like, all that's going to happen is people's opinion of you are going to change. Mm-hmm. And I think I've had that. I've, I've suffered from my own um, Nostradamus effect um, yeah. because I've had a lot of people you know, sitting there sitting there going, all right, man up and stuff like this, uh, and like. Uh, but you know it's, it's my own fault if you I air out your problems on Facebook is what happens yeah but I you know you're the sort of person that works hard enough that you've like you've done done that once in your however long career it is yeah um, and I I think a lot of people were, the, were thinking of you and um, uh, and hoping that you know you may survive the weekend and you're here now yeah and you know you <laughs> It's not like, Am I though? And nothing, nothing bad has happened to you this yeah. morning that have, has made everything worse. Oh no, my wallet got stolen. Yeah. Oh, my wallet got stolen today. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Had you Helps. forgotten about that until I reminded oh, you? Oh yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm just gonna go now. <laughs> you probably should be going no, soon. Yeah, no, soon. Yeah, We're gonna I'm, have to try and wrap this up. But yeah, so yeah. But anyway, so. Yeah, five gigs down on the Sunday. We played a wedding up in the toll booth in Dedham, which was wonderful. Again, great little things to cheer me up. You know, having a good audience that are up for it. There was one guy who was being a massive douche, came up to me and asked for me for, a, for an obscure rockabilly track. And he's like, come on, you rockabilly band, do it. And I'm like, he's doing it in front of everybody. And I'm like, fine, then off we go. The annoying thing is it has a bar of six in it. And I was playing with Rich and uh... Diffley. And I'm playing double bass, so it's very difficult to do signals. We still na- nailed it. But what does this dude do? Shout. Carries on with the requests. This is why sometimes do not pay attention to people who are doing requests. He was being a douche all night, coming up and sitting there going, play this song, play that song. And I'm like, no, we've got to play what the bride and groom there, want. There's a term for someone. Freebird uh, guy. Yeah, there's a term for someone who uh, who's uh, talks to the band whilst they're working, oh, which is arsehole. Arsehole. They're an ask hole. Great. I'll I like, um, yeah. ask hole. Yes. Right. So, you know, if someone's being a bit of an ask hole. Asking wholeheartedly. Yeah. Oh, good. Because um, that's not even a swear word. I mean, it wouldn't be, obviously. No, it doesn't. It's, it's, not, it's not a pun on anything at all. Nothing but, at all. But you can, yeah. Oh, he was being in a total ask hole. Yeah. Um, wholeheartedly. Uh, and then uh, at the end, when I'm DJing, He's like, yeah, can you play this uh, specials track? I was like, Ghost Town. Like, he's like, no, 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 this really obscure one. I'm like, oh, no, don't have it. Can you try this, play this Johnny Nash one? I'm like, oh, I found it, but I'll, I'll see if I can play it. And uh, I didn't play it because it's an obscure track that only he and one of his mates would get. And they'd mm. be like, ooh, bouncing around the floor all night being 
pissed his farts. That, that sounds like the sort of person that doesn't want to hear that song, but he wants to, everyone to know that he, that knows, he knows that song. Obscure, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. And then, so I, and, you know, during our set, we got heckled by the crowd, which I didn't mind. They were the best men and, and the bridesmaids, and it's just like, you know, it's your party, you do the thing. They weren't being horrible. They were just like, play Take Me Out, Franz Ferdinand. I was like, no. <laughs> and they were like, play Nickelback. <laughs> I was like, who asks for that? Um, they do. But anyway, so, yeah, they, um, so at the end I play Take Me Out. They go mad for it. And then I play How You Remind Me. <laughs> you go mad for that. So I'm like, okay, so I know my crowd now. So then I'm playing the killers. Trolls. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm playing the killers and oh, I'm nice. playing, you know, Don't Stop Me Now, um, playing like um, Proud Mary, mm. you know, the, the kind of stuff, the tr- floor fillers. People that can interact. It goes down really well. Get to the end of the night. It's always, for me, it's always Journey, Don't Stop Believing, and Bohemian Rhapsody to end nice. the night off. It's a great yeah. way to wind down. And everybody's always like, yay, at the end. This guy comes up to me and goes, where was my track? I said, uh, oh, sorry, man, I had to, I had to take... I had to take their um, requests over other people. He's just like, no, you're very unprofessional. Um, you should you should have played my track. I said, I'm sorry, but you're not my client. Yeah. Um, the bride and the groom take precedence. They were on the floor all night. If I'd have played your obscure Scar track, probably would have cleared the floor and it would have just been you dancing and then I might not have won my audience back again. He was like, no, I'm not going to be coming and watch you again. I'll be leaving you a bad review. And I'm like, have a nice life. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, sounds like an enjoyable time for oh you. Oh, God. And like right at the end of all of this, you know, depression stuff, I was like, <clears throat> get on with it. Load stuff, get in, load gear back in, you know, drive back home and just deal with it, you know. Because a lot of the time, you know, you do get the applause at the end of the nights, but sometimes you do have to just pat yourself on the back. Yeah. When you have a long old weekend. And, uh, you know, I know you're like, oh, three gigs isn't five gigs, but, you know, it's it's a long old slog and I appreciate where you come from. So well yeah. done getting through it, my friend. Well, it's it's part of the yes thing. good job you've got to work hard or they'll call you lazy exactly that it's my buzzword yeah. um, but yeah what you got going on this weekend Harley oh, well, this weekend I'm going to try and quick try and be nice and quick so I've got I've got private wedding this wait wait I'm looking at the wrong dates <laughs> hey this Saturday I've got private wedding with the Mementos we've got Toby Houghton of Chart Attack he's going to be joining with the Mementos this weekend um, which is going to be nice and busy because we've also got recording with Chart Attack during the day on the Saturday, so we're going to be oh, in Area 51 tracking some new demos, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm, I'm rather looking forward to. But right. yeah, that'll be kind of kind of cool. Um, and we might have had a last-minute gig coming. This is how last-minute sometimes it is. Might have a gig on Sunday at... Oh, I forget, because it was only on the phone this like literally happened. an hour yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's still um, still on the in the process of happening, but if you are on Facebook, find Chart Attack and keep an eye out for when we might be gigging if you find yourself with a Sunday afternoon free. Great stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, yeah. Keep your eyes peeled on the old... Um, yes. On the old page, guys. So um, I have got quite a busy one. Before I go on to my gigs, I want to do a quick couple shout-outs. First to Rich Webb for being with me the whole weekend uh, he played on every yeah, MVP exactly most valuable player he uh, played on every single instrument he plays with me uh, over the weekend didn't complain busted it out knew I was having a bad time worked hard thank you so much man you played a great a great couple sets nice uh, also to James Garden from West End Music Pat tested all my gear today oh nice one yeah, well, what a legend last minute because I've got a wedding tomorrow uh, in uh, Bressingham Hall and High Barn and Dis uh, which is a Wednesday wedding that's nice. A wedding. 
It's a weirdness ding. A weirdness ding. Yeah. Uh, mm. um, sounds like a, a bad type font. No. <laughs> weirdness ding bats. Yeah. Weirdness dings. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be fun. Uh, this weekend, I am also at the Cake and Catwalk uh, with the Lockabillies duo nice. on the 31st of August. Che- uh, yeah, keep your eyes peeled on the Cake and Catwalk page as to where we'll be. Uh, I've not played there before, so that's going to be lots of fun. They're playing, they're having lots of new music coming up there soon, so keep your eyes peeled. Uh, also, we're playing a private party up in Colchester on the first and uh, big deal uh, we're playing uh, a full band at 12 o'clock this Sunday 2nd of September at Alexandra Park in Ipswich wow nice we don't don't play in Ipswich that much at the moment so um, if you are from Ipswich and you would like to see us uh, it's going to be our only chance for a little while um, Mm. which is going to be at the Multicultural Festival they've got going on so not only is it going to be us to start it off they're going to have so many different types of music playing all day. So Indian mailer stuff, um, samba bands, this kind of stuff. Lots of um, street food, multicultural food. Sweet. It's just going to be a big celebration of our multicultural society in Ipswich. So that's, if you're that's really great. down for just, you know, just supporting that, uh, it's all charitable festival that just goes into, you know, supporting local projects, etc. So bring yourself down to that. We're going to be playing from 12. Um that looks about it for the moment. The rest of it is just going to be unboxing things. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. I don't want to no. unbox things anymore. Um, I, don't, I couldn't see if there were any bands doing anything on this weekend. I have not checked because, no. again, I'm juggling. You are juggling <laughs> enough. I'm son. juggling. But, um, but yeah, good luck to everybody that's gigging locally. Um, I was talking to actually the bass player from Bribe for, a Ferry, Bribe for the Ferryman, yep. uh, who we've been promoting on this show. He's doing Murray's plastering up in his room. Oh, really? So I gave yeah. him a little double bass lesson. Sweet. <laughs> While we were there, and he was showing me his chops. And, man, he's a good, good bass player. Nice. Chris May, his name is. And his, right. guess, what his, guess, guess what his dad's called? James. Brian. Really? Brian May. Wow. No, not James Bay, oh. whose dog is called Patch Bay. Patch Bay, yes, the studio dog. <laughs> On that note, I think that is this a... one. No, this one. This one. <laughs> That's this a... one. God damn. <laughs> On that note, I'm scared. I'm leaving. Cool. Well, thank you for coming to the studio yeah, and cheers, boys. squeezing in a quick sesh oh I'm squeezing it in um, and Check you better out. run on to your lesson yes, now yes I'm teaching now thank you to Alicia thank you to uh, to Taylor as well um Sweet. Check us out, ladies and gentlemen. We're on Podbean, we're on iTunes, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook. Uh, we both post on Instagram and Twitter at Harley C at Lockerbillies. Mate, you are on it today. Oh, you, oh, I'm on you. I had um, to stop and think about my own, and you already know mine I and know your you. own. Oh, yes, I tag you and hashtag you every day. Hashtag Instagram. Um, <laughs> on Twitter, yeah. which is the most pointless hashtag. <laughs> just anybody who yeah. wants to just hashtag Instagram everything. Just so you know where you are. Um, <laughs> it's basically uh, that it's just uh, like um, but yeah so you are here we've got some very special things coming up soon on the Harley and Josh show we have yeah we're going to try a new format that I think you guys will really love I'm thinking this might be a little on the side YouTube only Ooh. that's what my plan is we're going to come into the studio and do uh, I think I'm aiming for six episodes of something a bit special with nice. special guests as well so if you want that subscribe to our YouTube channel for everything else I'm Josh and I'm Harley no you're not love oh. you Yeah, I literally do need to go.